0: Hi, thanks for joining your body advocate podcast. I'm Ruth Cummings, your host. And today is part two of a really fun interview with Stephanie Zong. She is my friend and a brand and storytelling coach and a human design expert. This is part two. Please enjoy this really fun interview. Let's take a deep breath to relax. Ready? All right,
1: here we go. You're listening to Your Body Advocate, telling your body's side of the story. The podcast dedicated to supporting and improving your body-mind connection so you can live a pain-free, passion-filled life, dissolving one body tension at a time. Discover the healing properties of your own body language and together, let's explore ways to support and improve essential self-talk. Now, here's your host, Master of Encouragement and Body-Mind Life Coach, Ruth Cummings.
0: Well, hello, Stephanie, for podcast number two. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited you're here and I could talk to you all day long. And we've been talking behind the scenes here and it's just so exciting. Today, I really want to just bring up, uh, there's so many things. If you could talk to us about human design and what that is, that's one, how you think Google... Should be our brain instead of brain, and brain should be Google instead of the CEO. and um and then some questions after that, like uh, we were talking about our first podcast of if you could describe, what a happy family is to you but let's start with human design jump in there sister
2: all right so hey everybody it's so good to be back yes always electric to talk to Ruth and for us to deep dive into the crazy wisdom we have in our body and the power I think the last time we spoke we talked about all this untapped power that lives within our bodies and then the untapped power of our stories and that how we can have, when we can articulate and be consciously expressive about what our body is trying to tell us and then put it into words, we can be freaking unstoppable. So getting back into the body piece, human design is something that I discovered 18 months ago, well, I didn't discover it, but it is is a system of understanding how energy works within our body. And it has connections to a lot of the ancient wisdom, things like astrology, the chakra system, and also quantum physics because as energetic beings, whenever whenever one human being is interacting with another, we are giving and exchanging energy and our bodies are receiving it and feeling things and thinking things as a result of that. And one of the things that I love about human design when it comes to understanding who we are, what our purpose is, what our gifts are, and how do we give generously those gifts in a way that doesn't burn us out, that doesn't leave us feeling um, depleted or distracted um, has become this amazing tool belt for my business and for my relationships and for my life.
0: Oh, I love all three of those. And I want to mention something that you and I had talked about in the break here. This is some, this is a quote from you. We need the words to crystallize what our body already knows. Mm. Sister, love that.
1: Yes,
2: <laughs> absolutely. Yes, and that. And so this this is the thing, right? Like we, those those of us who are listening and a part of Ruth's tribe, we know the body is a treasure chest of wisdom and knowledge, and power. And the challenge is making that conscious for ourselves, right? And the only way we can make things conscious in a way where it serves us on a consistent basis is if we have language and words for it. So one of the things I was sharing with Ruth about human design is that every single person is born into the world with a unique design. So, if you listened to the last episode when we were talking about how our personal brands are this unique combination of our natural-born gifts and our culture ad… Our life experience and our professional experience human design takes us right into seeing the kaleidoscopic richness of the natural gifts and the things that you you were born into and how to illuminate that so that when we think about by nature what you were given how do we bring that to light how do we give ourselves even more permission to step into some of these talents and things. Maybe we knew we we were five years old, but we were not encouraged to develop. But when you see it in your chart, it gives you this ability to say, how about if I brought that gift into the work I do, how might that make my brand really unique and powerful? And so I like to use these two tools together because when our bodies are showing us all this intelligence And we have the words to describe it to anyone Then, no matter who you're talking to or what situation you're in, if you used to feel a deer in headlights before, you're going to have this like concrete bedrock place to stand on no matter who you're talking to and be able to shine unapologetically from that place. I just love all that. Yes.
0: So. You know, bringing the unconscious and the conscious superpowers together, that is such a powerful statement where, I mean, we all know if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to start something, you know, it's building inside. You You can feel it like boiling and it gives you this idea and idea and this work brings that together. And um, we were talking about, you know, building in some reward for asking people around us. Can you tell us more about, about what that means?
2: Yes, and so um, Ruth had asked me in a prior episode about how, what would be a simple way to get started to tap into what your superpowers are if you've been asking yourself, do I have superpowers? (laughs) And so the suggestion that I give to folks is that you make a list you make a list of the things that come easy to you that feel like, eh, no effort involved, but you can just do them. And, and don't judge them, just write them down. And then we talked about uh, making that list and then asking some friends, colleagues, clients about these things and finding out from them whether or not whether or not this is actually something that's easy to you that's actually hard for them. And we're going to be, that's the thing. Everyone is always so surprised. They think if it's so easy, everybody must be able to do it. If it's so easy, I can't charge money for this because it's so easy. And it's right? so easy and anybody can do it. And then you discover it turns out oh, is this easy for my client? No, it's not. Is this easy for my friend? No, it's not. Is this easy for my colleague? No, it's not. And Ruth had mentioned that it's like a simple exercise, but it's so hard, it can be so hard to do. It was hard for me. If you identify as someone who isn't a showman, isn't interested in being in the spotlight, a lot of resistance can come up when we're trying to uncover our power. And so one of the things that I do with things that are hard but important, well, things that are simple but hard, let's just put it that way, right, is if I'm going to send out an email to 10 friends and ask them what my superpower is, or you know, what do you think I'm good at, and it's terrifying to me, I put a reward in place for just taking the action because I'm not responsible for the results. I'm not responsible for if eight out of 10 people or nobody writes back or they, you know, my fear says that no one's going to be interested in giving me feedback. My fear says they're going to be like, you're bothering me, you know, and, but when I did that exercise, I said, you know what? When I send the 10 out, I treated myself, my reward was, I'm going to buy these bath bombs from this fancy place. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Okay. That also, yeah, it it was like a social impact company I loved. And so the minute I sent those 10 emails, out, all I was thinking about was those bath bombs. (laughs) I ordered the bath bombs. And then even the bigger gift, gift, which comes back, was all of the mirroring, reflecting back, and how happy all 10 people were. To giving me feedback about what they see in me, and that yes. happens for all of my, you know, in my group cohort programs, everyone's always afraid. But guess what? It's it's the most validating, powerful thing to have people come back to you and say this this is something really special. I appreciate about you.
0: It is so. Um, it is terrifying. I yes. can, you know, if you if you put yourself like in kindergarten you know, and you have to step in front of the whole class and say, okay, what do you like about me? I mean, that's, that's like something that is not going to happen. And because it's so, so terrifying, but, but I think that people love each other in, you know, in the real world, like if everybody, if we're honest with it, so many people have, such love for each other, and they want to be kind and loving, not only because they want that back, but because they do want to be giving and they are that at, at their core. And that's who I talk to people as, like, I talk to you as you are love, you are amazing. And that's how I want the world to see each other. And when we don't do that, then I want to tap into what's up with their body to stop that? Where were they hurt in their life? In their body. So, not only, you know, like, a, um, not physically, possibly, possibly, but when a bully or somebody mean says something, where did their body shut down? And then they bring that into their future self. And um, I think it's so, it's just so fascinating how it all goes together. So, we were also talking about, um, you know, where our brain sits in this because. Yes, we shouldn't allow or we do, but we should, should is a terrible word, right? But um, we're We're conditioned. Yes, thank you. Conditioned about what, what our, what role our brain plays and what role it wants to and what role it should Mm -hmm. talk about that. I love, I love your, uh, how you, how you talk about this in Google and CEO and who makes decisions.
2: Yes. So For those of you who are following human design, so one of the things about human design that has been game changing for me is understanding that in each person's unique design, there is a part of the body that was meant to be the captain of the team, the one that calls all the shots and and knows what the aligned decisions are to make for your unique life as human beings growing up in the society we live in, and especially Western society, we are socially conditioned to believe that the brain is the end all be all authority of everything. But actually, in human design terms, the brain was meant to be this central processing unit, it's meant to be like a computer or it's meant to be like Google. It is excellent at gathering information and pulling knowledge together and organizing things and maybe analyzing things for you. But it wasn't, it's not actually the place in our bodies that's designed to make decisions. But we've been trained through schooling, through culture, that it does all of it. And for some, you know, I will say for decades of my life until I had body pain, I had severed that relationship between my my mind and my brain and my body. So my body was never part of the equation until the body started being in so much pain, it would say to me, are you ready to listen to me now? Right. So human design is a part of that reintegration. Um, it is just, again, a language and a system for understanding what our body already has inside of it. And when you know what part of the body in you is meant to be the captain of the team for me it's you know for me my my um captain of the team is my heart and so now it's about not letting you would never let a real computer your laptop or google make your life decisions right so it's time to say brain Thank you so much for all of the googly information that you provide for me on a daily basis. And I'm going to now give the CEO authority of my life. The CEO now will not be you. You will be the (laughs) vice president or the chief of staff. (laughs) And now in my case, um, my human design says my heart is the one that is the CEO of my life. And ever since I have flipped those roles and right size those roles, the decisions I make in my relationships, my parenting and my business, it's all starting to align and manifest in a much easier, lighter way. And I have more energy.
0: Yeah, that's so great. I, I like how you mentioned how your body, like it, we forget about it and you were kind of not involving it in the decision making process. And that is such a common that's that's such a common theme for most people. When I see people in my office for the first time, oftentimes they tell me I can use as much pressure as possible or some different words that totally ignore what their body needs. And they have these blinders on where they don't really even know that they don't know. And Mm. that's something I really want to help open up is like, let's open the, what we Let's open what your body's trying to tell you. That's one of my taglines is, you know, what's your body's side of the story? Let's listen to the body's side of the story because it's often forgotten about. And it's so important, not only in human design, but in branding. Why does branding the word bore you?
2: Yes, it's it bores me because we have traditionally looked at branding as this external facing thing how am I going to be perceived by my audience? Yes. What do they want? And And in life and in people, and what do they want? And then we, we turn the entire focus out towards towards that right Right. and so getting back to this idea of this disassociation piece we were just talking about how our minds and our bodies had been disassociated and so really with with brand for me when I began doing branding work years ago what I was really passionate about is helping people to reclaim who they are and express the fullness and authenticity and passion of what they want to do. And then that creates the alignment to who's supposed to be in your orbit and working with you, right? Because we're not, ne- we're not necessarily meant to, to be everything to everybody. But we have something really special that has extra alignment for certain kinds of people. And they're the ones that need to know about us right? And so yes. the brand actually is this shared experience. It's both the, com- to me, when I look at brand, I'm looking at alignment. It's like fundamentally this alignment of, well, what does my my soul and my gifts um, and my mission want me to do in this world with other people? And who are the people out in the world who want this thing? experience, want this type of change, want, right? And that that's the magic is if we actually fully authentically express that, we will naturally attract the people who most see and recognize our gifts and most want to work with you over somebody else. And there's no competition there. It's just about alignment.
0: Right. That's, a, that's well said. The alignment, because there's so many people in the world and there's very specific people that want to work with each individual and that your superpowers can really match up to theirs and magic can really happen. And that's a, it's hard. It is hard. I think I've been working on it for at least a year is that that's true. Like to believe that that's true, right. About everything's screaming no, but my body's going, yes, come on and let's do this. And my mind's going now, when I am doing it, it's like a little kid, you know, having, and it's winning the, not only like this argument, it wins. And it's just, it just, I just crack myself up at my own argument. You know, all of us have this little argument and I love the, you know, the, 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 the angel and the devil, you know, on the, on the, an- yes. on the, on certain uh, cartoons and stuff, but it's so true. Like One's talking to the other. And I feel like I'm spinning my head going between one to the other, like, wait, 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 stop. I'm excited because I can feel that power coming within my life. And I can see it in my clients. And I see it in my friends. And it's really exciting when you can see it show up.
2: It is. And so getting back to the resistance piece is huge, because we are inundated. All of us are just inundated with so many messages in our inboxes in our news feeds, you know, text notifications about you should be doing this or that, or here's an easy way to do that. And it's all outside of us. And so no wonder it is so difficult for us to stay really grounded in what is our truth. Like what is your truth and what is your way to really make change and grow. And we've, I'm sure like when, you, you know, one of the things about human design for me that was really interesting was after I discovered and got a reading for myself around what my human design looks like, and the best way, the most effortless way for me to manifest like change and growth, um, I was able to then look back on my career, and see where I had knowingly used my strategy and authority we we have a phrase strategy strategy is everyone in human design has a unique way of manifesting opportunities and authority is who's the captain in charge who gets to make the real big decisions so those of us when you think about back in your life when you say I just knew and everybody knew I was crazy most likely was a perfect example of you being in total alignment, following your strategy and authority, whether you knew you were doing it or not. I looked back and I realized that the most effortless success where opportunities that I wanted were coming my way, I was aligned to this approach. And when I wasn't doing that, and I was trying to follow this best practice, or this, you know, well known coach who says do it this way. And I And it was difficult and it was a struggle and it felt like a slog and it did, you know, and I was drained doing it, right? Like this is the stark difference. And so my body has shown me, like our bodies will show us, if we're living by our design, we are going to have more energy and we will have more flow and less physical resistance in our lives. But the mental resistance, it's just coming from our social conditioning that's telling us we're not doing it right, we should do it this way or that way, you know, and there's strategies within human design, to help move past the resistance. And I mean, I'm somebody who let resistance control my life so much most of my life until the last five years or so. And there's a quote by Stephen Pressfield I love so much, where he says, what you resist is the thing that matters the most to you.
0: Wow, nice. Yes.
2: <laughs> I can also tell you, like, so wait, what was Steven's last name? Pressfield. And I, I'm paraphrasing. He has a whole book called Turning Pro, which is all teeny tiny little chapters, short chapters about how to tackle through resistance and recognizing that when, if I'm feeling inner resistance, something about me is not living. It, it's a probably something I care deeply about getting back to claiming our power again or what we really want. Right. And something I probably need to learn lean into. Right? Wow.
0: So we resist it.
2: Right. Instead of like right, because resistance of something that is actually important to me, you have one of two choices. You can either listen to it and back off and go get distracted and chase some sparkly object. That's easier. Or you can say, Oh, this resistance is is it telling me this is important to me? And if the answer is yes, then the question is, what do I do or how can I jump over this resistance so that I can take a step forward towards what I really want? And that is why human design for me is so key because it offers some practical tools for seeing where the resistance is and what gifts you have and how to move past that. And then also when you have your brand story um which we talked about in the first episode you've got language to counter the loud resistant voice that is saying something to you and is lying to you
0: and is lying to you yes so you know um resistance Mm. uh is something that can be felt in the body when you resist too much right it creates pain and that's when like when someone comes in and they don't know why they're seeing me or they don't know why they're seeing a therapist or a certain person in their life but they know something's upset in their body and their in their makeup in their world and they go to the doctor. They go to Western medicine. And they've had an MRI. They've had a X-ray. They've had cortisone shots. They've had whatever they've had. And then the answer is, oh, sorry, um, nothing's wrong with you. That's when that's a huge flag for me and for you mm. to say, hey, look at you have been resisting your real true power for so long that it's causing this pain in your in your body. And when when that type of person is able to trust me just for a moment during a session, that can all come out. And it's really, really powerful for them. And so uh, it's so magical for them to see th- they just have that aha moment of in that, in that what we know, we know what we know, we don't know what we know, we, the, the third quadrant, but what we don't know, we don't know. And that shows up. And in their body, and they say, Oh my gosh, I've been resisting this and I'm feeling it wherever they're feeling it, and it relaxes, then it's really scary because it's it's you're ready for the next step. And so there's this like excitement and happiness, and then like, whoa, uh, I, I'm not sure. I would wait. And so then how what? Right. Now then you really feel vulnerable. And but it's it's like it's all aligned for you. You won't find someone like me or some uh, another treatment type of person who can walk you through that unless you're ready. I've learned that they have, the systems behind them all set up. So finally, in their life, usually they have the support structure, like they have the the home life that they need. They have a lot of things aligned, like you said. When it's aligned, then these start these things just start to naturally, uh, they start to unpeel, and the the real power starts to just push itself out. You know, and it could be gentle, and it can sometimes not be gentle. Um, You could get sick, you know, you could get a fever, you could make yourself sick, but it's not long. It's a quick, sometimes I've seen uh, a flu show up in people and it's done within two or three hours. And they're like, I don't understand. And then all of a sudden it's like, that's peeled off and they're able to look at those words that you've created or look at their, look at the next step and, and say, wow, I'm ready. And that is so exciting. And um, that's what I see in your work. It's just like the human design, the branding elements, and just it's uh, it all comes together. And I'm just really excited for people who work with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I get excited for others, too, because absolutely, like really underneath all of that, the through line is alignment and then integration,
0: yes good word of our
2: our whole self yes we're not hiding any part from ourselves we're we're able to bring every part along into the story of who we are we're bringing back parts of the body in the human design context that says hey you guys are wise like I, w- I want to tap in with you, right? To do easier work and, and more powerful work and then to have words that can count, that are so aligned, attuned and help us bring the cohesive sense of who we are together so that when we are out in the world and there are 40,000 different distracting messages trying to you know, inscribe their meaning of us onto us. We're like, we're good. We've got, we've got it. You right.
0: Know? I love your word from our last, our last podcast, the cocoon, creating the cocoon of time for yourself to think about these things. Cause it does take time to be by yourself and to integrate that into your, into your, just into your entire being. And what's, what's interesting, I think with maturity and wisdom, as we grow older and we get past these little, these little, um, uh, arguments that I think, like in your twenties and possibly in your thirties, where it's the mind is continuously winning where we we go to this next part where forgiveness shows up, where forgiveness of all those parts that aren't working together or that we were ignoring because we thought it was not going to create success in our life, and you know so many of us like you know chasing, chasing, chasing without paying attention, and then we you know, we just ignore it. I, I ignore it still. And then go, Oh wait. And when you bring that, that element back in that, the part of your body back in, it's amazing how much faster you can go and how much more, um, how much more work you can do in the world when we're just aligned. Alignment's a great word for our podcast today. Cause I think it's huge. It's so important.
2: Yeah. And may I, um I'm just gonna put it aside if i I want to maybe run a story by you, Ruth, for, yes, to see if you want to put it in the podcast okay okay um so talking about alignment and how we we've been talking a lot about how much we want it and how hard it is to do in the world, right, how scary it is. To do in the world and so I just want to share a story from that was a really big turning point in me around this the power of alignment that ties into health and into my brand. love it okay so five years ago I I had a brand storytelling agency, and that was where I was creating brand narratives and story-based content for different clients. And I had this retainer client, and this retainer client paid me super well. There were great people on this team. I loved the people on the team. And then a change happened where um, they had a new leader. They changed the vision of the company, And there was a moment when they said to me that they wanted to move in a different direction, that I could almost feel a deflation in my body, like a sinking feeling, but I decided to stick it out. Fast forward to three months later, I wake up one morning and my back is out and I'm in so much pain and I can't drive, i can't sleep the only thing i can do is stand without pain it was the only thing i could do and i tried everything so i went to all the western doctors ruth as you were saying then despite my fear of needles i went to acupuncture for the very first time and the chinese uh herbal medicines i'm chinese american and none of it worked none of it I was so discouraged.
0: I'm so sorry.
2: Yes, until my therapist said to me, Stephanie, why don't you take sort of cocoon time? She didn't say cocoon, she said, take some time with just you and ask your pain. What are you trying to tell me? Yes, I love your therapist. (laughs) Amazing. The pain whispered to me, it took a couple of days, said you don't want to work with this retainer client anymore it is out of alignment with your mission and your values and 80% of the pain went away like that two weeks later when I set up the call and it was hard for me because I loved this team so much and you know I spoke that truth out to say my business is taking a new direction so we're not gonna work together anymore. Mm. And all the pain went away, <laughs> all the pain went away. And Ruth I talking about that that raw vulnerable place, yes. because the pain said, you don't wanna work with companies anymore, Stephanie. You want to empower women and people of color who are founders and coaches and individual change makers who can't afford a fancy budget. That's who you want to work with. But I didn't have that network. And that client in particular was the one that was underwriting everything else in my business. So the pain went away. And at the same time, I'm opening this door saying, How am I gonna make money? How am I gonna start like pivot this business? Right? All
0: right. The fear. But
2: the body knew. The fear. Exactly.
0: But your body knew. I remember. But my body this. knew
2: and refused to let me work another day (laughs) out of integrity or out of alignment with myself and my body now, I don't have that kind of debilitating pain because alignment is such a core value for me. However, I'm grateful that my body will give me these twinges of pain at times when I come up against something I resist that is something that is in my truth that is something that 's aligned to where i 'm really wanting to go, but i 'm scared about the limited resources or the this or that, and the pain will go will will go remember, we can do this instead of resisting me, work with me I love this, yes, it gives
0: us hints doesn 't it I mean, and yeah. we we don 't listen until we have to until we 're in bed. I'm I'm right there. I remember this conversation when it was happening in your life, and um, and it, what's interesting, I'm, I'm going to share this. My husband is going through a back pain. We've been to the orthopedic surgeon, chiropractor, um, to the acupuncturist, homeopath. Um, we've been to five, so I, there's the, I'm missing one. <laughs> Probably a counselor. I can't remember the fifth and nothing. He's still in pain. And I know, but it's up to him. Like I can help him, but it is a question that he has to answer for himself. And, um, and as his wife, it's really hard because I can't really support it. Like I could support somebody else. And it's, I love your story, Stephanie, because people listening, please, if you go through this type of pain, oh, I just want to inspire you and to give you the courage to listen, Let your body tell you the story. Let your body have a voice because I've seen it tens of thousands of times, tens of thousands. And it's just amazing if you let it have power and you let it talk to you. Sometimes you feel crazy because your body actually kind of will say something. You're like, um, and it's in your mind. That's the thing. It's just saying something in your mind. So it's not coming from without you. It's um,
2: yes. It's like Google talking to you or Alexa (laughs) is just blurting something out in the middle of the room and you decided to listen to Alexa instead of yourself. But the truth is, right, and that's why I love that the body wants to say something, we have to make, you just said it makes space so that the body can tell you what it wants to tell you. And then the second part of that, in terms of how it relates to brand or storytelling communication is, now we've got to align our words and what we're saying to what the body is wanting to, like your voice needs to voice what your body is saying to you. Because if you start to pitch something different that you think people want to hear.
0: You're right back where you started. You're right
2: back where you started again. Wow. I mean, I haven't said that out loud, Stephanie, but that
0: is like where I am right now too. Because yeah, I'm, I'm working on my body piece, but I'm not allowing the next part of, okay, now the voice, you have to actually allow your body again now to say, your mind gets to play again too and say, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. let's get aligned and all be on the same page. It is scary. The amount of responsibility that power takes. And so it's hard to look at, like, okay, if I really allow myself to be the person that God wants me to be.
2: There you go. And,
0: oh, You know, you just, you know, getting out of my uh, way, right?
2: Right. <laughs> I know. And this is why I'm bringing in now the hu- this human design component <laughs> into the Own Your Message program. Because one of the things I um, realized was, you know, so many people would have that transformational moment of having the moment when the language is there that's bringing to life what your body in that zone of genius was feeling and how amazing that feels, but then how scary it is. So you have it for yourself and you can delight in it in yourself and the small group. But now it's like, do I share this thing that feels so in my bones to everybody else? And then that's a whole next level of right. alignment. Oh, and right. so one of the things I realize is, it's coming back to this question, I think we've been circling around, which is how do you find the courage to do the thing so you can like to live out your power?
0: Right. How and do you find the courage? I'm writing this down.
2: How do you find the courage? <laughs> right. How do you find the courage to voice that thing that you were meant to do? in a powerful way. And so the two things that I've realized over time as I've been running these cohorts and seeing who who is really stepping out and it's like manifesting all over the place, who's manifesting incrementally, and the difference is around how much you're willing to share and be um, vulnerable. that's my new word, to be vulnerable out there with your brand story. Two things help with courage. So the first one is clarity. Being a, clarity gives you courage when you can actually take that power and put it into words that light you up, right? So that's step one. Step two is then community gives you courage. So now you have the clarity, you need a community. So you're not doing it alone because the the gifts you were given, remember if we're saying you're a 4 million to one miracle and you were meant to do things a certain way and society has 40,000 messages coming at you saying, do it this way, no wonder it's so hard because being alone read is hard. So that's why it's so important to build a community as as when you have that clarity and you're like, yes, this is the message. This is what I'm about. This is the kind of work I'm meant to do. This is what my brand stands for. This is the emotional experience my brand gives you. And when I work with people, then we need to have that village and it can be different for anybody but it's so important to have people around you who see and recognize that fullness of your brand story to give you the encouragement to go out there and find your aligned people because not everybody's going to align to you. And that's success. If if you're if if you are experiencing rejection, you are sh- you are actually expressing clarity and specific purpose, and you're only supposed to be there for your aligned people—the people who are get it—and the people who are ready. Right. They don't need to be. Um.
0: Uh. Told. Wait. Wait. You don't. Uh, you don't have to make them think that. What am I trying to say? You don't have to convince them. You don't have to convince You don't them. have
2: to convince them. All yep. you have to do is share. Right. And So if we're sharing in a way that is joyful, of service, and is clear, it's important that it's clear and it has to be clear to us first. And we have to be excited about it. So if we're not excited about the message. No wonder we're until you're clear and excited about your own brand message. Nobody else is going to be (laughs) as excited about your message. So you have to be the first customer that's like, I'm so freaking excited about this. And then build a community around you that's like, yes, and people need you. And there is no such thing as rejection. There's only alignment. So if you have people who are saying no, you're doing it right.
0: Right. Right. You know, I wanted to share that while we were having this conversation and when I started talking about having, being responsible for my power, my tongue on my right side started hurting. Wow. And so I I know I have some work to do, but I just wanted to mention to people when stuff comes up, it's in the weirdest places. It's not going (laughs) to be where you're like, it's not really clear. Sometimes your eye will start twitching. Sometimes your finger hurts. So, I mean, I, yeah, but my inside, wow my my tongue is going like that. Mm, mm, mm. It's hurting at an eight out of 10 and I can feel it go inside right here. So that just showed up. Like, so I, that's the kind of thing. Like if you can notice that happening in your body, like there's something out of alignment and your body's ready. And you're, I was holding my tongue
2: down. Isn't that interesting? So interesting. So like your body knows there's a truth. Yes. And a narrative that's meant to come out of you. Yes. Like dragon breath that I'm right. not knowing, Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the so dragon that's meant to come out of you actually. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. And it's just that, you know, I, I relate to that so much. And you said the eye twitching. I have had rent that's where it now appears as a random eye twitch and a random right shoulder blade twitch are the signals to me that I am out of alignment somewhere.
0: Can I talk to you
2: about that? My words in my business. Yeah. Yes.
0: Since I have your permission. So the eyes, they can show you what you really need to see and they can show you what you have had rose colored glasses about. (laughs) Wow. Like what, whatever we don't want to look at. And we and we're, we do, we deflect. We go like this. Yeah. We Squint. Um, we, uh, um, you know, we look up or down. Uh huh. Kind of we deflect that type of area. It's like goes around like this. It's like a uh, like having um, a headband on, but it's around your eyes. It'll be painful all the way around here, and if it's if it's painful by the occiput, by the where the skull is, then you can follow it to other things. For example, being dehydrated, and but mainly it's about eyesight—the your 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 um, how you see the world and how you're allowing the world to see you. When that goes to your right shoulder blade, the shoulder blade can be resistance to change, and then power and at the top of the shoulder blade can be either not feeling appreciated and closer to the spine can feel resentment and you can relax that by pulling that shoulder blade down, really stretching it. But I would say gentleness, Hmm. some heat, some gentleness, see how that's working with your eyesight and um, notice those two together. So like, yeah, that's what I see.
2: (laughs) That's so powerful, I have to say, because the I had the eye twitch for six months at my last job back in 2014. And it was, wow. it was a job that it, there's a line in devil wears Prada that says a million girls will kill for this job. And it was one of those fancy jobs. And my eye was twitching every day but i was still trying to believe in my rose colored glasses that i was supposed to be there that i'm doing you know good work and you know i love the people i work with and trying to make it the job i wanted but the truth was it doesn't matter what it looks like on paper i didn't want to be there oh, i didn't want to so- be there and it went away after i put in Well, would not right away after I put in my notice, it went away, probably, I think a month after it went completely away. Right. But I, I so appreciate what you're saying, because I was really trying to force myself to think that it was a great opportunity. It's like, if it's a great opportunity on paper, why, why am I right? Everybody's telling you how great it is.
0: You look so gorgeous. It looks good.
2: Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. with a
0: lot of, look at all the nice expensive shoes that are all around you and bags and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It looks good on paper. It is interesting to to follow our heart and our alignment is not easy. It is not popular. and Not popular. Yeah, It is not popular. And I tell my kids all the time, and it's at the end of my podcast, to include the unincluded. And- that is not popular. And if you're, if you feel like you are good to people, but you feel yourself getting tight in certain areas when you're around somebody that you weren't kind to, that's a, that's your body going, Hey, I wanted to be nice and I wanted to smile or give, or um, maybe you should forgive for something you were just mean about. And, and all those things, the body holds that it holds that. And you're able to get rid of it, but it does take awareness. But it's such a it's such an interesting awareness because it's it's different than just what's around you, but about how you're responding to your past of how you were brought up and your current world and the inner self and so many, it's such a cool I just love what I do and I love how the body, it's so amazing. I feel like I'm a kindergartner every day, you know, learning about what parts can work together. Like the, the eyes twitching. It's a, it's amazing. It's our body is just going, Hey, Hey, uh, you know, could we, you know, Hey. And then when we don't, it goes, Hey, and,
2: <laughs> right. You get to choose which
0: direction you want to
2: have that relationship.
0: Right. Oh, so awesome. Um, how would you describe a happy family?
2: This is such a good question. Um, I, you know, a happy family to me is something I've I've come into creating on my own in my life. And while I've had different family members in my origin, there was a, there was, you know, trauma and challenge in my family of origin. And for me, what a happy family is today is it is a group of people who love each other like kin and we encourage each other to be the fullest, unique parts of ourselves, that we really aim to see each other, the fullness of each person, to love the fullness of each other, to embrace the differences between us as well as the similarities, and to encourage, to be that village, to encourage one another, to pursue our dreams, to live in alignment with ourselves, And that way we can be happy and healthy and have people that are ride or die, like no matter what happens with those decisions, you know, whether we publicly look good or bad, that your family, that happy family is the one that's going to embrace you with open arms, even if you're doing something unpopular and is going to say, you're always welcome here. There's always a home here for you.
0: Yes. I love that. Stephanie. I'm, I am very much in alignment with that. And I, I hope with our work, your work and my work is to continue to open the family question and love to all and to be inclusive and that, yeah, your family doesn't have to be blood. And um, my family definitely isn't. It, it, it is too, but mm-hmm. there's a lot yeah. of numbers that are uh, just... Um, people that we met along our road, our journey. And I definitely consider them family members. And it's just, I love family and I love including people. And I, lo- and I remember what it's like not to be included, you know, from now on
2: yeah.
0: um, as a kid learning that like, Hey, if, if someone doesn't look included, come out. Let's go. Yeah. And come eat with us. Um, Lisa Johnson, she has, I love her little group that says, you know, her membership is called you can sit with us. And that's I love
2: beautiful. I love, I love that. that
0: yeah, yeah. She's great against bullying. And I just, you know, shout out to, to Lisa. She's awesome. But that's reminding me of her little, you can sit with us is something that really resonates with me and my family story. Well, thank you for that family story. Well, Stephanie, thanks so much again for an incredible talk. This has been so much fun. I always have so much fun. I just get so energized and it's so exciting. And I just wanted to see if you have any last words or if you have anything for our that you'd like to tell them today to end our uh our podcast. Whee!
2: Yeah. So if if this idea of rediscovering what part of your body is meant to be the CEO of your business, is meant to be the captain of your team. Love that. I would love to do an individualized human design reading for you. And so Ooh. since you're a special part of Ruth's group, yes, we are going to have um, a discounted reading that you can sign up for in the show notes. And then we can help you see what part of your body can you bring on to the team and make those decisions. And what are those unconscious gifts? I that you that. can bring to the table that you can start to double down on in your business or double down on in your work and also to consider some a way to infuse into your brand and your business more over time.
0: That is very generous. Thank you very much, Stephanie. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so I'll have that link down in the show notes everybody if you can't find it or if it doesn't work please text me or email me or you can email stephanie what is your email address stephanie stephanie at Stephaniezong.com. excellent that will be in the show notes as well thanks so much and uh, would it be okay if I asked you to come and to do another session with us would you come and do another podcast
2: Oh, of course. I will always come back and have (laughs) these conversations are so stimulating. And I just appreciate being a part of a tribe that really wants to harness that power and the healing and the knowledge and the wisdom of the body. It's something that I'm fairly new to. And I've been so grateful, Ruth, for what you've opened up to me in terms of the wisdom. And I would love, love, love to come back.
0: Awesome. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. And I will see you next time. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today for this interview with Stephanie Zong. All of her information is in the show notes. And if you need to get a hold of her, you can email her at stephanie at stephaniezong.com. And you can always email me with any questions at ruth at ruthcummings.com. Have a wonderful day and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for listening to Your Body Advocate with Ruth Cummings. We're so glad you've joined us today and truly believe you can live a pain-free, passion-filled life. To connect with Ruth, work with Ruth, or to grab your free ebook, go to ruthcummings.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Until next time, friends, be open. Include the unincluded, think outside the box, and spread love and kindness one smile at a time.